Welcome to the Seller Insights Hot Seat. This is a series where we dive into an Amazon seller problem we want to solve with the help of an expert guest, where we ask focused questions around a specific topic and perhaps take an over-the-shoulder look at strategies and tactics to solve our common problems. A quick shout-out for Zonguru. Zonguru is an all-in-one toolset for Amazon private-label sellers, a world-class, powerful toolset to help you scale through data insights and automation. Check us out at zonguru.com and start your free trial. If you'd like to get access to the latest 60 hot products that you could sell on Amazon right now, check out our link at zonguru.com forward slash get forward slash hot dash products right now and get access to a beautiful ebook where you'll get the most amazing products and why they sell on Amazon all for free. Check it out right now. Mike Begg from AMZ Advisors, good to have you on board. Welcome to the thousandth podcast podcast that you've probably done. I know we've done a bunch of them, so we're just going to roll with it. Uh, Mike, super cool to have you on. Uh, obviously, co-founder of AMZ Advisors, uh, you know, essentially a turnkey uh, agency for Amazon sellers. You've obviously sold on Amazon as well. You have a lot, a lot of expertise there. I know you guys also do a little bit of education to really help sellers. So uh, lots to talk about today. I'm sure we can dive in and, and have a great conversation. In terms of the expert hot seats, you know, this is obviously uh, a chance to teach our audience. And I think one of the areas that you have a lot of expertise is around um, essentially the idea of a, of a funnel, a marketing, you know, or, or sales conversion funnel. Well, your thoughts around that will be super interesting. And then I think we'll end with a few questions around going into the end of 2021 can you believe it? Uh, and and any kind of key tactics there that we're all gearing up for. So I think that's what we want to cover today. But first off, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for jumping on. Uh, and uh, maybe just give us a, a little bit of your background, where you're at now and, and what's been going on. Sure, John. And I appreciate you having me on. Um, like you said, you gave me a pretty good intro there. <laughs> I'm one of the co-founders of AMZ Advisors. We've been doing this for about seven years. And what we do is we help brands and manufacturers grow their sales on the Amazon platform. So it's a little bit about what we do. Uh, originally, I'm from Connecticut. I now live in Guadalajara, Mexico, uh, where I run uh, our office down here. We have about uh, about 25 employees in Mexico. Uh, we have a team of about 37 right now in total worldwide. So yeah, I mean, that's that's what we do. And we've been helping companies grow uh, you know, for almost seven years which is crazy to think about so just just maybe an insight there as, as obviously a co-founder and, and being in the agency space um what's it like uh, on the agency side especially in the last six to eight months um in terms of interest and engagement and and obviously people coming away you know what what kind of sellers are coming away um you know in terms of size and, and interest uh, yeah I'm, I'm super curious because i know it's a space that's absolutely blowing up right now so uh, I'd be interested for, to sure. for sure. I think there's a lot of different uh, groups that are interested right now. I mean, if we look back to even last year, since COVID, I mean, pretty much everything has exploded online. So mm. a lot of times we'll see sellers that are really getting into e-commerce for the first time, don't know where to start. Obviously, Amazon is what we recommend because that's where all the attention is. Um, but a lot of times we're getting investors, a lot of people that are buying up Amazon businesses, but don't know how to actually manage them. Um, other companies that are more focused on retail strategy, and try to figure out how to build online sales channels. So, uh, you know, we, we just see clients coming out of the woodwork right now and trying to <laughs> trying to grow their sales on Amazon. To be honest, and what's what what at a high level are, are kind of like the biggest uh, challenges or pain points that 
that you're seeing that people need to get right or you guys are getting right for them that's that's resulting in them having a, a, a better ROI and, and actually scaling and, and growing? Is it is it systems and processes? Uh, you know, is, is it more like specific things getting really right on Amazon? What, what, what's kind of your high level on that? Yeah, I would say it's really two things. I mean, systems and processes are super important. If you don't have the, you know, the fulfillment capabilities or don't have the right partners for 3PL fulfillment or you're not using FBA or whatever it may be, that's really going to be a big problem for you in e-commerce. But specifically to the Amazon platform, one of the challenges that uh, a lot more sellers are facing is that the platform is becoming more and more pay to play. If we look at a search results page, you know, there are more and more ad spots that are showing up all the time with video ads that have rolled out. Uh, you know, more sponsored product placements, more sponsored brand placements on every page. Uh, you know, we've got uh, sponsored display ads on the side. Of There's just more and more ad space that's showing up on Amazon. So to really make your product uh, stand out, where in the past you might have had really good SEO and that might have worked. If you're not doing your advertising and you're, you're not putting the product in front of customers, then you're probably not going to be getting the sales that you want. Yeah, it's it's obviously a crazy space, and and I've I've talked about it a lot on the podcast as well. In in, in terms of just with others, is, is is um, you know, it's almost like the lights gone off for Amazon, and they're like, oh damn, we can make a lot of money here, you know. And it's like, okay, well, it's about time you guys figure that out. Uh, and and now they just you know every every week there's a new kind of variation and and, and a way of being able to display ads on on the search results page. But I think it's getting to that point now where where they need to. And I'm sure that hopefully they'll get this right. They need to get that balance because it's obviously impacting the end customer experience, right? When they're searching for a, a water bottle, a camping water bottle, and they see a thousand ads and some of them aren't even necessarily uh, specifically related to their search, um, you know, that impacts their buying experience. So they've got to get that right. And hopefully that balance for us as, as sellers and in terms of what we have to pay for, play for versus the organic results is going to balance out. So um Super interesting space. We're not going to dive into PPC today for sure in, in too much, but I think it plays into this idea of a, of a sales funnel um, and and this balance between obviously on the on platform you know advertising uh, which which can which can essentially be through organic search results, the pay for play. Um, there's also um, uh, you know kind of like the, this new kind of Instagram post style thing that, that you can set up in Amazon. There's obviously PR like listicle kind of things that you can be on. So there's a whole bunch of ways that you can get in front of customers on the Amazon platform. Um, but, you know, to Amazon's credit as well, they're starting to incentivize and 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 uh, uh, appreciate a lot more outside traffic. Um, and this whole idea of like, if you are a brand, you're not just a product selling on Amazon, what kind of traffic can you br- br- you know drive uh, from, from outside of Amazon uh, that favors kind of this brand creation, right? Which is, which is I think, as private label sellers, that's what we're all trying to do is, is create a brand beyond Amazon. So there's on traffic, you know, on, on platform ways, and then there's obviously ways off of Amazon, but it all plays into this idea of a, of a sales funnel. Um, so, you know, that, that's definitely one area that, that I know you have a lot of experience in. So, so high level, um, you know, what, what can you teach the audience here in terms of sales funnel and the way that you approach it? Yeah, uh, high level. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying, man. That's a hard one. I'll try. But um, no, I think the main thing, you're right. Like everyone that is on Amazon, well, for the most part, is trying to build a brand, whether it be just on the platform or off on the platform and off the platform. If you're going to be building outside of the platform, whether you're on Shopify store or, you know, uh, WooCommerce site, whatever it may be, it's important, I think, to begin with, just to create uh 
create as similar of a branding experience between your own website and between the Amazon platform. So, you know, that all starts with having really good content. So using similar color schemes that you have on your website, similar graph design, uh, similar design elements where people can see your product here, see your product on the website and immediately know that without seeing the brand name, immediately know, oh, this is the same company. So I think that's extremely important. Um, that's really where the, the building the funnel start, uh, piece starts. And then if we're talking, you know, on a broader scale, you know, Amazon is, uh, you know, in, on a broader scale about building a brand outside of Amazon as well as inside. Amazon's just one sales channel that you're building your, your, your brand from. It's, it's the customer discovery uh, platform where you're probably going to get the most eyes on your products. And this is where the advertising is becoming more and more important. You want to get as much exposure, get as many uh, potential customers to find your product. And the conversion rates on Amazon are always going to be better than you're going to get on your website. So knowing those two things, you need to consider a couple different factors. One, what's your custom, uh, customer lifetime value? So understanding your customer lifetime value tells you how much you can go spend to acquire customers. And then two, how can you actually get the customers to come from Amazon to your own website off of Amazon? This is really like, how do we tighten up that entire funnel? Um, and you know, that, that is much more uh, granular. You can go into a lot more specific detail there, but again, starting yeah. with the branding experience and then kind of starting to build out the advertising strategy within Amazon and then focusing on the outside traffic beyond that is, you know, how are you going to really start creating that sales funnel? Hey, if you want to connect with us on social channels, check us out at Zonguru for Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube. Check us out right now at Zonguru. I think at the end of the day, to just to add some notes there, it's a funnel, but but really it's just a it's a self-feeding mechanism, right? Because um, you know, at a basic level, I think anybody who who launches on, on Amazon should have a Shopify site, you know, uh hopefully some outside traffic strategies. Um, but over time, as you kind of build that brand experience and hopefully you're smart about um, how you can you can take your converted customers off of Amazon and give them a branded experience that hopefully drives into your website, you know, you'll start to create that brand engagement on, on your Shopify site and eventually that build that up in a way that that can start to kind of refeed uh, Amazon and, and uh, you know, start driving traffic there. So um, it's, it's kind of like a self-fulfilling mechanism. Um, I guess the question I have for you on that funnel of like saying, hey, just that one tactic of saying, hey, if you are starting on Amazon, you're selling there, you should have a Shopify site. Um, you know, what, what, what is your strategy around how to start with that Shopify site? Shopify site? Would you say, hey, definitely go and, and, and integrate it with Amazon, doc, you know, your Amazon marketplace so that sales from your Shopify are actually converted on, on the Shopify site? Um, or are you just using it more as a, as a place to redirect traffic directly to, um, to Amazon? Um, or are you actually saying, hey, any outside traffic campaigns that we're doing, we should just send them directly to, to Amazon itself? You know? so, so what's the role and how would you set up that initial Shopify site? I think it would be great for the audience to understand. For sure. So I think uh, you brought up a couple of good points there. There are a lot of people that will use Shopify or WooCommerce or whatever other type of websites really do um, kind of an affiliate website in a way where they'll just uh, link directly to their Amazon listings. Sure, that's one way you can go. But like, if you're going to be going that route, why not just send the traffic to Amazon anyway? Like, It's going to be a cleaner experience. It's going to take out that that step where you might lose the consumer on seeing your website and being like, well, this is taking me to Amazon anyway. You're going to go yes, that route. Uh, sorry, just a, a, the only the only real benefit of that is if you need to qualify 
the audience, right, before they get there. So they're, they're, they're a more qualified customer, which helps your conversion rate. But, you know, again, exactly. that's another another little <laughs> another little angle we could go in for hours, yeah. <laughs> exactly. But then, then again, that's why we use the Amazon storefronts as well uh, to, to, to not affect the product uh, conversion rates themselves. You know, that's another story. Anyway, uh, Shopify websites, yeah, I recommend building a website where you can actually have a customer experience where they can actually purchase the product and then deliver a similar experience on Amazon you know, fast shipping, uh, easy customer service, all of that's extremely important with getting people to, to start that, you know, self-fulfilling cycle that you're talking about of getting them to purchase on Amazon and then be like, hey, I like this product so much. I'm going to go to their website now and see what I find. The other option there is obviously down the road as you start building a bigger and bigger audience. And this is where like the off-platform traffic comes in there. Like, you know, we can use the Amazon referral bonus right now where Amazon is actually giving you, uh, you know, a... Uh, a uh, percentage of your referral fee back for any conversions that come from outside traffic that you drive to Amazon with Amazon attribution. That's a massive incentive right there. Um, Building more and more of those sales of people coming to the website, we're going to have a higher conversion rate than your Shopify store. And then using on the back end DSP uh, to actually retarget these people with display ads and other platforms to eventually push them to your website. So that's, uh, kind of the way that I would set up the Shopify store, you know, have it there, have, have it able for customers to purchase. You're still going to want to drive traffic to your Shopify store as well as Amazon. But that big piece is going to be the DSP piece when, when you start running those display ads after you have, you know, pretty much a, a lookalike audience essentially in Amazon, if we want to go target outside the platform and then send it to your Shopify store. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that makes a lot of sense. The, the other interesting one, just, just to dive into one thing that you brought up is, would you recommend then, uh, in terms of your outside uh, traffic strategies, uh, direct to Amazon? Would you recommend driving to the store, the store brand front store, you know, or actually directly to the listing? Because obviously, one one would help to qualify them and wouldn't necessarily affect the conversion rate, but also it's another step, right? So, do you test both, or or what's your thought around that? In our experience, we, we've done the direct listing traffic. We've done the storefront traffic. We prefer doing the storefront because essentially what we can do is we can create a custom landing page within the storefront that would serve a similar purpose to if we were going to send them to our website. So try to inform them about the product, try to make it you know, salesy without being overly salesy. But yeah, having a landing page within the storefront is a great way to qualify that that uh, the traffic without actually affecting your conversion rates if it hits the page and doesn't buy. So that's kind of the process that we would recommend doing. And then obviously Amazon attribution right now for the referral bonus, uh, as well as being able to track, you know, the different uh, data sources that or lead sources or ad sources these uh, the traffic is coming from. Does that does that stand for someone who's just launched their first product? They have one product. You still would drive them to to the brand store. Uh, yeah, I, I would still yeah. do it. Um, okay. even if it's worth it, I mean, a, a landing page, uh, can give you a lot more control. So if we're talking about, you know, setting up a product detail page, you have what the cost, the normal customer experience is no matter what, if you have a single page on your storefront for a single product, it gives you a lot more customization. You can, uh, talk to the main points that you think are going to be, uh, the most beneficial for the consumer. What's going to really, uh, cause them to buy the product first and it kind of changes the entire shopping experience within amazon for a consumer versus you know just going to another product detail page so if you'd like to get exclusive access to episodes early go to our private facebook group amazon seller network subscribe today and you can get episodes 
as soon as they're released, as well as be able to interact with our whole massive community right there in that private Facebook group. Summarizing and maybe giving one, one or two of my thoughts on that. I think um, if you're starting out and, and you, you, you've got a couple of brands, one brand, um, number one, great Amazon storefronts um, that, that also understands that it's going to be getting outside traffic uh, onto that storefront page. You want to give them the experience to understand a little bit more about the brand, who you are, and qualify them before they get to the listing. Uh, number two, have a Shopify store. Um, you know, use that to to drive potential traffic to test that. Drive it also directly to to Amazon. Um, uh, you know, but have that in place. Uh, and and I would say uh, number three is you know you have your DSP. So so people who are obviously your first touch point is Amazon. They've gone on there. They've showed intent. They've come on. They've, they've seen your product. Uh, maybe they bought your product. You can you can you know, get display ads going going to them afterwards. But I think one of the other pieces is, uh, you know, what what can you do after they bought your product to drive them to your Shopify store to get a a more detailed brand experience or to the Instagram or whatever, right? And obviously you have in packaging communication that you, that hopefully you can help to drive that there and, and start to generate that way. And I think that's a really critical piece in the longer term of what you're trying to create is like how can you create. See your, see your product on Amazon as your lead magnets for your brand. You know, yep. they buy your first product, maybe it's a utility product, but then through their brand experience, you start to get them to the sites, they engage with it, they download PDFs that, you know, interact with your brand. Uh, and maybe you can then start to sell them something in addition on your Shopify site that, that is complementary to the product they bought. You know, I think, I think that's, that's critical. Yeah, I think that's a good way to look at it. I mean, it's essentially like having a lost leader, like having one product that you know is going to sell super well. Your margin might be super low or you might break even on it. But using, uh, like you said, product inserts or, or some type of communication on the packaging, trying to get people to come to the website. Mm. Uh, or I've seen other ones where people, uh, you know, sellers are trying to get people to, to a many chat funnel on Facebook. So there's a lot of different ways that you can kind of run that. But yeah, I mean, getting the volume of people interested in learning about your brand, purchasing your products is going to lead to more traffic coming from Amazon to your website. And then as well as, you know, doing retargeting things through DSP and uh, you know, through display ads and other ad networks is going to be really valuable for you as well. So, Awesome. That's great, man. Any, any last tip on, on, uh, on the funnel side? <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I think, like I said, we could go way, way deep into this. Uh, I think one thing that's interesting for... A lot of people as a low cost alternative to really, uh, you know, paying for paid ads will possibly be uh, link building, uh, kind of more of an SEO strategy where you try to get your, your product placed in relevant, you know, whatever it is, blog posts, or like you said earlier, listicles on different websites where, you know, the top whatever products, that's a good way to drive a lot of free traffic. Uh, and it will stay there over time, especially if the ranking of that website improves. So that is, uh, it might cost you, you know, a couple hundred dollars to get that link or that product placement within the article. But in the long term, that may be a better return for you uh, versus the, the, the paid ad that you might be spending uh, or the advertising dollars you might be spending off platform and try to get your cold traffic, test different audiences, see what works, see what doesn't work. Um, so, yeah, that could be a good alternative to uh, you know, getting the funnel going for you as well. Yeah, you know, it's a good point. I mean, I think SEO link building outside of Amazon, you know, you could literally go on Upwork uh, and there's hundreds of, of kind of experts in this link building aspect. You got to be careful and choose the right one. Um, but, you know, doing a little bit of your homework there and picking out someone, if you get the right person, you know, three, four months of work could, could really be a benefit down the road. And you never know, you might hit a listicle, especially with a great product that, uh, that could be a massive traffic driver. So, um, you know, definitely things to, 
to look at. And uh, at the end of the day, it just takes a little bit of focus. It's not too complicated. It can get figured out. Um, awesome. Uh, maybe ending with, with us going into Q4 2021, um, you know, what, what are some of the, the challenges that you're prepping your clients on and, 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 you know, trying to, trying to make sure like, Hey, you know, I, I know the obvious answer is going to be paid media and, and uh, inventory. Uh, you know, that's, that's the obvious for sure ones, but you know, anything slightly different on that or even on those, maybe just some, some insights around that. Yeah. I would say uh, one of the biggest things I think we've kind of been ringing the bell with our customers is, uh, is that, FBA is going to be a mess in Q4. It already is a mess right now. They don't have inventory storage for everything. Uh, having another 3PL or having your own fulfillment capabilities is going to be extremely important so you don't lose sales in the Amazon platform during Q4. Uh, at this point, it's getting very late. So if you haven't figured out that logistics piece for your orders, no, it's, cr- it's crunch time right now. Like literally, like it's going to be a problem. So that's one thing that you really need to consider going into it. And then kind of touching base on the link building concept that we were just talking about. Another great way uh, to really drive some traffic to your Amazon listings, uh, potentially even your Shopify store if you wanted to, would be uh, holiday gift guides, getting your product listed in holiday gift guides uh, online where people can you know, go search gifts for men, gifts, gifts for women, gifts for you know, whatever. Um, that can be another way to drive a lot of exposure help your product kind of get additional free traffic from other sources outside of Amazon uh, where you won't have to pay as much for the, the paid media for the, the cost per clicks because cost per clicks increase you know, typically hundred percent during Q4 uh, similar to what we see during the prime period. So yeah, I mean, these are good alternatives to try to find lower cost traffic off platform. Uh, make sure you're actually able to fulfill your customer orders. Uh, I think those are probably two big things that I would say uh, could be a good focus for a lot of brands this Q4. Awesome. Yeah. So, you know, I think, uh, yeah, I think, I think from my, from my side as well, let's just get through this year, <laughs> get to Q4 and, and hopefully things are settling down in a, in a better, more consistent way going into 2022. So, uh, it's going to be a wild ride for sure for, for it, but, uh, you know, just keep, keep going. And I think people will, will do just fine. Um, Thanks. Thanks for jumping on, Mike. Uh, it'll be good to touch base at some point later. I know uh, it's it's probably a crazy time growing an agency with uh, in in this period. So uh, I wish you luck for the rest of this year and uh, for 2022. John, I appreciate it. Thank you for having me again. Hopefully we can do this again sometime. I'm always glad to talk about Amazon my and share my knowledge with other people. So. Yes, and actually, last point there is is if they want to get in touch with you, obviously if they if they want to use your services or just uh, generally, what's the best part? Yeah, uh, they can either reach us through our website, amzadvisors.com, or you can email me directly, mike at amzadvisors.com. We're glad to you know, jump on a call, see how we can help, or if there's you know, any way we can help, make the right recommendations for you, whatever you need. Good stuff. All right, thanks a lot. Thank you, John. Have a good day. Hey, hey, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you'd like to check out more episodes, be sure to go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Podcasts and subscribe today many episodes to check out.